Wait, hold on. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to And Introducing a Podcast About Words about music. I'm Chris Wade. I'm Molly O'Brien. And introducing the bottom of the barrel, it's the worst songs ever. Uh, coming off a string of banger episodes requiring a lot of research on uh, Molly's part, we're, uh, <laughs> we're taking her a, a little uh, easy this, this week, uh, doing, uh, let's call it a format that I would like to call an easy listening episode. I would like to call it aggregation. A- aggregation! Aggregation! Uh, because uh, this week we're going to be covering something that is not really a book, not really a uh, essay, not really a d- work of journalism, but rather some some bullshit we found on the internet. It's still words. We've done it before. We'll do it again. No one can stop us. Uh, we have no one to answer to but God. No, what's the, uh, is it nuggets of content from groovy hubs? <laughs> nuggets. We're- we're behind on Succession. Yeah, so that is a reference from a, a 2018 episode uh, of Succession. Season one, ep, like four Seven? or something, um, when, uh, you know, the, the Culkin Roman. is asked. Roman, thank you. I don't know any. All I know are just screenshots um, <laughs> and actor names. The guy with weird neck is another one. Weird neck guy. Is that Kendall? Kendall. Okay. He's such a strange neck. It's long and tapered. I'm sure he would look like weird a in real candle life, that's like most been actors. Burning. I'm sure. <laughs> no, I'm sure in, in real life he's probably striking, but uh, c- cinematically, silver screenically, he's um, he looks like like pulled taffy, like a weird insect. Yeah. Anyway, um, go, you know, nugget, nuggets of nuggets of content from. Uh, from Groovy Hub. So one Groovy Hub is Twitter, and I'd like to think that we too are a Groovy Hub. We are a Groovy Hub. Uh, anyway. Can we start by covering a little bit of news? Yeah. What news do you want to cover? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2020 inductees came out today, or okay. nominees came out today. Well, let's do a reverse podcast where you tell me information. Did you see these at all? Did, did you I see s- this? Did you see this? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees? Hey, have you read this? You read this? Uh, the nominees are uh, Pat Benatar. Okay. Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Uh, Depeche Mode. Excellent. <laughs> Doobie Brothers. Whitney Houston. Judas Priest. Kraftwerk. Oh, yeah. Uh, some good some good Chris, Chris picks in there. Uh, yeah. Actually, I was thinking Kraftwerk earlier today as I was getting an electrocardiogram. Uh, <laughs> the MC5. Motorhead. Oh, yeah. All right. The Nine Inch Nulls. Wow. Uh, this is not the first time they've been inducted. Uh, Wait, I'm confused. Or not inducted, nominated. Nominated. Oh, these are uh, nominees. nominees, not inductees. Got it. Okay. Uh, I believe when Nine Inch Nails were first nominated, uh, tr- uh, uh, I almost said Travis Barker. Uh, Trent Reznor said he something along the lines of he couldn't give less of a shit. Yeah. Uh, but then he was uh, asked to induct the Cure, uh, and in, in as part of his conduct induction, he said something like. I previously said that how could any uh, institution that hasn't uh, about rock music that hasn't inducted the cure even hold water in the uh, in any kind of conversation. But here I am inducting the cure. So I've never been more happy to uh, eat my words. Wow. Sounds like he's been cured of his prior um, Uh, disdain disdain for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, The Notorious B.I.G., Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Todd Rundgren. Wait, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan? Yeah, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Who's Rufus? Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. (laughs) That sounds like a song, not like an artist. Is Is it an album that got nominated or an artist? It's Rufus and Shaka Khan. You know from uh, Tell Me Something Good fame? 
So it's a group. Yes. Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Is Shaka Khan already in by herself? Uh, I am not sure. Can you be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if on the strength of a single song? Uh, maybe there are a few one-hit wonders. I just don't want to be rude, but I'm not sure what Rufus has to offer <laughs> for us. Besides, besides being a platform for Shaka Khan. I mean, in the in the pantheon of musical Rufuses, I don't know where they land between Rufus Dussault and Rufus Wainwright. You know, they're just Rufus. Like I said. Look, I'm gonna I'm refusing to provide any more information about this. I uh, mean, they're a funk band from Chicago, so they should be probably one of your favorite bands. True. I mean, I do re- really like this song. Okay, so it's Shaka Khan's first band. Right. Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. But you know... (laughs) I don't know how many times I have to say this for it to make more sense. I just... I'm confused about what kind of entities can get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because this sounds like a track listing off of a, a particular song. Why can't they just say Rufus? Because it's Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. But That's the, the band, name of the band used to be called Rufus. But and Shaka Khan different... just happened to be a lead singer. This is a different version of Rufus. They didn't call it the Beatles featuring uh, John and Paul. That's because they, they didn't change versions of the band and get new lead singers. The lead, If the Beatles... So there's a somewhere if, out like, there. There's a lead singer of Rufus who's just like, well, fuck me. I've, uh, I I don't know if 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 uh, John quit the Beatles in 1971 and they stayed being the Beatles and hired I don't know Elton John to to uh, to be their new singer and then started touring as the Beatles featuring Elton John. They would be inducted separately as, as the, the Beatles, Beatles featuring, featuring Elton, Elton John. John. Anyway, this song's good. Finally, Soundgarden, T Rex, and Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy. They're not in yet? No. They, I believe they've been nominated several times. Well, They're, like, them, I'm all in for the Thin Lizard. Them, MC5, Kraftwerk. I think I feel like those guys are on the list like basically every year. Jesus. Well, how do you feel about Dave Matthews Band's odds? Uh, I just think that's funny. This is the first year that they're eligible? Uh, perhaps. I just don't ever remember hearing about them. Them in the conversation again? Yeah. No, I just think that they finally, in 2019, built up enough rock and roll cred to make the list, you know? Yeah, there was some sort of tipping point, wasn't there, in yeah. 2019 of all years. Yes. Uh, so that's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, I really don't know how I feel about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's like, fine, whatever. I, I mean, was, it's like a marketing ploy more I, than anything, I, isn't I, it? I was just hanging out with my dad, and it does. I, I think the, the, the concert that uh, goes alongside the ceremony has historically produced some excellent music. Moments such as Prince guitar soloing over my guitar while my guitar gently weeps. That, that shit good. is fire. Yes. I was watching that this weekend with my dad. It's fucking wild. That's great. Uh, it's, am- it's amazing that Prince ever deigned to make electronic music because he really didn't <laughs> need to. That is, I mean, that is the thing that, that sells Prince is just like one of the, the absolute God tier performers of all time is that he is like one of the greatest guitarists to ever Ever. Ever wield an axe and like most of his best songs barely have any guitar playing on it. That's why it's, that's insane. That's totally insane. <laughs> it's like he, he's like, yeah, of course, obviously I'm a guitar god, but here's the thing. I don't even need guitar to make a good song. <laughs> I guess he, he, that puts him in the realm of like Da Vinci where he's like, I could be an all time legend just for like designing pre mechanical helicopters, but also I painted the Mona Lisa. <laughs> I just, I had a feeling and I just went with it and, uh, no, my dad said, and I don't know if this is true, so this could just be something apocryphal, but I guess, uh, 
Eric Clapton was once asked uh, what it, what it was like to be the greatest guitar player in the world. He responded, I don't know. Ask Prince. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, I, I have lo- no I idea like whether this you, is true I'm or not, not, though. I would like to tell you, but I simply am not. I mean, uh, also, who? I'm not really sure who is asking Eric Clapton to his face, like, what's it like to be the greatest guitar player in the world? Is he? I don't know. It's a, a, a bad interviewer. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, think I don't he know. He just wants to relax. People personally. fucking love lists. We could probably have done a whole episode on the uh, the Pitchfork top albums and songs of the decades. Yeah, I list. got exhausted before I even opened that. page. Yeah, I, I was scrolling through the songs and I got from about from song two hundred to about song one thirty five, and I'm like, this shit's boring. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, maybe if you just release it as a playlist, I'd be like, ooh, I, I would listen to this. Yeah. But like reading all the mini miniature essays about them, I'm like, ah, I just I can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is actively making the, the process of reading this list is making the music of this decade worse to me. I think that's right. I think thinking too hard about it means it's it's automatically not worth it and a waste of time. Yeah. It more just made me think I'm like, wow, my 20s are over. Yeah. Because the that decade was exactly my 20s. Yes. And Remember. Guess, and guess what? It was fine. Yes. <laughs> really banking on the 30s as being yeah. like the decade. Hey, remember I mean? remember when we all gave a shit? Remember when I was like just barely legal drinking age and we all gave a shit about tune yards? Yeah. Remember, remember Chill Wave? Yes. Oh, good times. How can we forget? We can't. We won't. We can't we won't and we forget. won't. We, we will, chill Wave lives we on the not, hearts of those we love. Yes, we shall not allow Chill Wave to be swept into the dustbin of history. Listen, we need something to listen to when we're shopping at Urban Outfitters. I will be... What are we going to listen to? Silence? The beating of our own hearts? <laughs> the uh, blood rushing through our ears? It is It is the duty of, of all millennials to carry the banner of Neon Indian well into the center of the 21st century. I look forward to introducing my children <laughs> to <laughs> Neon Indian. <laughs> I will be playing it in their nursery. Oh, no. That honestly, that'd be... I feel like that'd be good for brain development. Like, very, very lightly psychedelic yes. shit, but, like, calm. Yes, calm... Uh, I mean, chill, yeah, chill wave. Yeah, create create those um, neural pathways for the babies. Yes, and you know, get but nothing them, too aggressive, no political ideas, and get them to be uh, vibers from an early age. Yeah, you know? yeah, just be blasting their uh, their their nurseries with uh, you know washed out and small black and yeah. fucking the first few Deer Hunter albums and shit like that. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it does. Anyway, what are we here to do today? We're talking about the worst song. So this is this is a this is an aggregation from a tweet from uh, Kath Barbadoro who tweeted uh, several days ago. What do you think is the worst song? Capital W, capital S. Uh, and so her vote is for uh, OAR, <laughs> crazy game of poker. <laughs> and then a bunch of people responded. Crazy and game of I think I mean, we should just, you know how podcasts are, some of the best podcasts are just sharing other people's opinions and saying whether or not you agree. Mm-hmm. We can just do that, right? Uh, also, I'd like to say shout out Kath Barbadoro. She is a, another person, I guess, vaguely in the Twitter online, uh, vaguely left podcasting space. Uh, you know, what a time to be alive. WrestleSplania. I'm not sure if that show broke up or not, but, uh, you know, I wish we had had more time because we would have actually reached out and uh, uh, invited her on. But we just decided to do this yesterday. We're so. just so busy. and so tired. We're so tired. No, We're so I, busy. I pledge to never say that I'm actually tired on this podcast, but so I won't. Tired. Anyway. I'm actually not tired. I feel good. I feel great. Uh, we're listening to OAR. And Crazy game of poker. I've never. Have you ever listened no, to this song? I, this isn't even like in the top five. Uh, see, I think this is a little. Let's set terms now. I think. Sorry to dispute your, your premise right off the top of the bat. Wow. Uh, uh, um, with, with your pitch, Kath. But I think part of being what I would define as the worst song also includes the popularity of it. It's not just the composition or like the performance 
or like all the musical things bad about it, but to be truly be the worst song in a popular music context, I think also includes a level of, of popularity to it because as part of being the worst is you being constantly inundated with it and having to listen to it. That's part of the torture of being worst song. So I'm seeing in my head, I'm seeing a graph, an X, Y graph mm-hmm. on the Y axis. It's number of listens. And on the X axis, it's how bad it is. It's, it's the further shittiness. over to yeah. the right is the most shitty and the mm-hmm. closest to the, the, the nexus of the X, Y axes is uh, not bad and not popular. (laughs) Yeah. And then the top of the y-axis is the most listened. So you want something that ideally skews all the the way to the end of that piece of paper. Because as per Spotify, first of all, the the full name of the song is That Was a Crazy Game of Poker. Oh. And this is not even on the Spotify most five played songs for OAR. So even by the standards of OAR it's not a uh, will you just remind me of what maybe what what the most popular OAR song is yes uh, on Spotify miss you all the time shattered mm. turn the car around California uh, knocking at you your door these are the most played I OAR was one of those Vermont kind of crunchy bands in the same realm as like dispatch sublime ish guster like the kind of just yeah. like easy m- marijuana type of bands so I- i'm not super familiar but i think i knew one oar song and it's none of those anyway want to play some yeah that was a crazy game of poker yes great all right here we go This is already very bad. <laughs> this is Noodle City. Also, terrible guitar tone. The sound. Really? Yeah, the tone sucks, bro. I mean, it's a great chord progression. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let it be. Let, let it, it be. be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, it seems like all the lyrics to this are just, uh, you know, uh, card puns. Yeah, this is like the the Joker. Yeah. They're the, ga- excuse me, the gambler, not the Joker. Yeah. The darn Joker. The darn Joker. I mean, this is a particularly bad entry in like the, uh, yeah. I mean, as you said, the the Vermont uh, guitar or Vermont crunchy guitar, like a uh, university Patagonia rock. Yeah, a University of Vermont band. Yeah, uni- University of Vermont. Yeah. Here's the thing about these bands. Yeah. You either need a singer, like a charismatic singer, like someone yeah. with an actually good voice. You, your lyrics need to be like funny or touching. Mm-hmm. Or you need to have genuine musicianship. This is over three. Uh, this guy can't sing. I'm yeah. so sorry. This would be blasting out of like a Jeep Grand Cherokee that it has a uh, Mo bumper sticker on it. <laughs> yeah. No, this is this is not good. But I would say by its genuine. Uh, 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 this is very not good, and, and it is a particularly good exemplar of bad uh, college jam band uh, stuff. But uh, 
I don't know. Worst song ever? That seems like a, a pretty bold claim on this on this part. Yeah. Crazy game of poker. Crazy game of poker. All I mean, right. Are there any other like jam band songs that you uh, think are particularly bad? Jam band songs I think are particularly bad. Um, no, they all kind of. Bl- I don't think I could pick one out in particular. They all kind of like blend together. Uh, you know what I would say? Anything by Dispatch is just like. Here's one that I. Here's one that I think like. Um, this might be a a uh, a sideways recommendation for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, here's something that I would also put in as uh, a, a qualifier for adding to the general badness of a song something that at one time everybody thought rocked but we it has with the uh, cold cold light and disinfectant of time uh <laughs> realize sucks yeah uh which is the uh country cover of gin and juice oh my god yes the, from the gourds that everybody uh downloaded off of this, was on, this was on several car cd mixes <laughs> Is this just giving you terrible uh, sense memories? I just thought this was so clever. Yes. The same as like the white girl ukulele Kanye cover era. Yeah. Again, things that that at one time were like, oh, wow, how cool. This is like that one thing you like, but done a different way. Yeah. Or it's that one thing that people find scary, like uh, black people music. music, And it's done with a little little country western flair. But I think with uh, with the perspective of almost two decades from when LimeWire was a thing that people used. Yeah. Uh, we can now say that this does, in fact, suck ass. Well, this inspires... We can listen to the chorus. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta wait for the beat to drop on it. But still, again, uh, all I can think about when I listen to this is the a uh, oval-shaped bumper sticker for the band Mo. Yeah. See, they said motherfuckers, but they did it in an Appalachian voice. Mm. Bad, oh god, bad, bad. So this is like in that category. Face. This is like both Appalachian face and blackface. Uh, yes. Neither of these cultures are your costume. The gourds. Uh, in the same category that I actually think might. Uh, I, I, this would be my, one of my first votes for worst song. Uh, thank you for kind of reminding me of this genre of music is, uh, Ben Fold's cover of bitches ain't shit. Yes. Also uh, terrible. where he, I believe, does he say the N word? Does he? Yes, oh my he, God. He might, no. which on the day we're recording, not a great day for, uh, for, for people who shouldn't be saying that word to say yes. it. We've got uh, Andrew Cuomo and Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin. Both have uh, said that today. Today? Today. Stop saying Stop saying it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, it's just so easy not to, you know? Yes. I mean, we could go on forever about this whole genre of... Bitches and This whole genre of, of interpolations of stuff. I mean, the, the door that stuff like this and the Gord song opened just created a universe of bad content. Yeah. People are like, oh, I can do that? Oh, I will. I used to know a bitch named Eric Wright. We used to roll around and fuck the hose. Like, how funny. This dorky white guy saying, fuck the hose. I think I've talked about this before, uh, but I was once tasked when I worked at Slate to make a um, 
um, a, a compilation of people covering Baby Got Back. I think this is for when Nicki Minaj released Anaconda, mm. uh, which is a good song that is not a cover that does in fact bang and have is very funny. But basically from watching dozens and dozens of YouTube videos of like high school chemistry classes being like, you know, I like big bowls or whatever. Uh, oh. they're, they're, they're joke covers. Wait, of. is that the, is that the white people Thanksgiving? You remember like yeah, when uh, white like people that. record like rap songs about, about Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Yeah. Uh, just dozens and dozens of people making, uh, it wasn't Ben Fold. It's whoever this guy is. Just said the N-word. Cool. Awful. Awesome. <laughs> uh, terrible. Uh, canceled and also take out back and just bury in the backyard and never let the song be uh, played again. But All yes, right. Let's, uh, let's, wait, let's, just the, the concept of watching dozens and dozens of white people covering uh, Baby Got Back. And I'm not, I don't want to say that Baby Got Back is like a paragon of like black musical excellence. But after watching so many right in a row for an entire week, I eventually had... No other choice but to come to the conclusion that every white person making a joke cover of Baby Got Back at some p- point deep in their core felt that black music was at is it, its essence a joke. Yes. To be derided. Yes. And didn't, and like there was every one of those Baby Got Back co- covers was inherently in some small way racist. Racist. And do you think I, that and the I use became of, infuriated. Do you at think them. the use of uh, Baby Got Back in the original Charlie's Angels movie when um, yes. Ch- uh, Cameron Diaz was dancing also, to it was Also, same racist? phenomenon. Yeah. Look, her butt is not big. And thus... That's the, the joke. That's the, the joke, joke yes. <laughs> Um, let's, it's, it's bad. It is bad. Let's keep, um, let's, let's pick a more on, modern, on, yeah. a more modern, more contemporary choice from this thread. Um, and I think this is actually a very solid pick, which is the song rude by magic. Yes. This is a very good one. This, this is- was a dark top. <gasps> This might be one of the, you know, the question is like, when did we go out? When did oh, we switch yeah. to the dark timeline? Yes. Rude by Magic might be my vote for when that started. Was that 2016? Uh, 2017? 2015? Uh, no, this is also maybe one of the, the most recent entries for something that could legitimately claim to be the worst, worst of song. all time. Yes. The song is 2014. 2014. And I think it was big in 2015. Also, this is one of those songs that does it like even as like a pop cultural even as a pop cultural fo- uh, force didn't make any sense because it was just like one 48-year-old, 45-year-old guy. Like, this wasn't like the breakout hit by a bunch of young people. He- I think the guy was like 35 when this was becoming popular. Uh, it's just... Uh, it, it, it's just... Uh, it, the, the content matter is weird and cheesy and uh, uh it's also just completely nonsensical yeah when when you uh ask your girlfriend's father for her hand in marriage uh and then he says no because he does not approve of you i wouldn't say that's rude i would say like that's maybe unfortunate disappointing I wouldn't say it's rude. Rude would be slamming the door in his face without saying anything yes. or hanging up the phone. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. It, it's on its face. Uh, nonsensical. It's a vagu- vaguely uh, uh, like regressively patriarchal. Uh, it is. <laughs> and then this reggae, like light reggae light shit. I, w- I would say one of it's the generally good. worse uh, things that you were, you could describe a song is reggae fusion. Yeah, which is 
Which is tough because you know that one of my favorite genres is dub, which is a slightly different kind of uh, 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 reggae, but it is not reggae fusion. Um, This song, as far as I recall, also has one of my favorite genres of music video, which is literal music video. The music video depicts uh, the lyrics of the songs as they they happen happen. in real time. It's like him going up to a house and and asking and then like the... Yep. And you know what? This song sucks, but I will never not appreciate that approach to yeah, doing uh, a literal music, music video. videos. It's just like, yeah, this should happen. Um, yes, but this also like fits my qualification of not only was it a not only was it very bad, but it was also inescapable for uh, you know like a month, two months. Yeah. Uh, I also have some bad news about the song, Molly. Yes. Uh, the official remix for the song done by Zed. Oh, uh, love Zed. Love Zed. Features Ty Dolla Sign. That's not the bad news. Mm. Travis Barker on drums. He's such a gun for hire, you know. Yeah, but as we've as we have established, you cannot uh, you cannot uh, put moral agency on a Travis Barker feature because he will say yes to anybody who gets through to his phone. He's a he's a he's just a very glamorous session guy. Yes. <laughs> like if I found Travis Barker's uh, no phone number i could probably get him to guest on a track yeah if you if you want like a studio guy to add like a little flair to your percussion call up travis genreless he's genre fluid as they say um if you want someone live who's like reliable brings a little bit of star quality but is mellow quest love yes those are the two drummers that's it this is the remix this yeah the zed remix sucks what he put like an electronic bass line under it and a few whoosh sounds where are the drums? I guess we're going to hear them. Oh, God. He put his total autopilot EDM remix. Is this like a digital snare? I don't know. Maybe that's going to be Travis coming in. This really, this really underscores how bullshit and nothing the vocal track is. Uh, the most paint by numbers uh, EDM remix I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> awful. Oh, somehow made it even worse. I don't know if Travis Barker is on this. It just says that the official remix uh, has tra- features Travis Barker on the uh, Wikipedia page. Uh, Terrible. Terrible. The worst. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about this shitty uh, magic song. Yes. Can I talk about something else that is in this genre that I have mixed feelings about right now? Yes. Which is uh, Panic at the Disco's transformation into basically like 2019 Black Eyed Peas. Yes. Have you heard their new new single? I heard one that was after High Hopes that sounded just like High Hopes but different. Uh, yes. That's called Look Complete hey, look, with an underdog theme. Hey Look Ma, I Made It. There we go. Yep. Uh, and this is exactly like High Hopes. A high, a high Hopes, a song that I kind of like despite myself, but hearing this as the second single to their new album makes me like High Hopes less, this song less. And really fermented in my head, this bizarre transformation from like a really pitched over center, bla- uh, center bass pop emo band I mean, uh-huh. like, I read Sins Not Tragedies. Come on. Right. To, I'm not kidding, to the new Black Eyed Peas. Yes. 
This could easily be like a Bruno Mars song. Yes. Kind of just that middling, hot, normal pop. Yeah, generally like Smoothie. good, smooth. This is intergenerational party music. Yeah. This kind of sounds like big, gigantic. Yeah. I mean, I get it because that's what you need to do to like compete in the music space right now. But it's a, it's fucking bizarre uh, for them. Uh, and a really like incredible transition uh, for a band like them. I mean, I'm impressed that they pulled it off, but it, I, I don't like it. It's a real uh, thanks. I hate it for me. Yeah. Um, other, a, other thorns are rosy. At least, at least high hopes kind of sounded like what it was. Like it was a, yeah, there was a striving element and this just feels snoozy to me. Yeah. In a golden cathedral. Oh, come on, Brendan Yuri. I mean, you're, you are very much securing your bag right now, but... Uh, it, you he's he secured the bag. Now he's kind of maintaining the bag. Yes, he's, he's jealously guarding it like some kind of smaug. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a pop music dragon. I mean, it must feel good to him. I mean, maybe the underdogness of the lyrics right now is truly like, I was in this sort of micro trendy, uh, could have been a one-hit wonder emo pop punk rock band mm-hmm. and uh now i made it i've made music that uh literally any of the top 10 billboard artists of today yes, could record and exactly. it could sound like their song instead of mine yeah i i have made it i am i've made it to the the p- pinnacle of success which is genericness yeah they should work with sia i think sia could actually write some good stuff for them sure some soaring uh, yeah. emotional shit um, so another song from the thread, which is uh, that kid rock song that sounds like We're Wolves of London at first, <laughs> then turns into a shitty Skinnerd homage. I think we've talked about it on the pod before that once once we realize that Kid Rock is just upset that he's never going to write uh, Sweet Home Alabama uh, yes. and everything in his career has just been like a neg against yeah. that. Um, or, or Sweet Home Alabama has been a neg to him all his life. Well, he's, he's chasing that Sweet Home Alabama dragon. Yes. Even this a different classic rock song that basically has the Sweet Home Alabama chord progression. But also, like, talk about how, why you gotta be so rude. Like, why you gotta be so rude and take Warren Zevon's... Yeah. He better be getting a paycheck in heaven for that. Zevon Estate. The Zevon Estate. summertime in northern Michigan. I mean, I yeah, I mean, it, it literally is. It's uh, like, hey, remember those two other songs? Look, this is something that comes up often, but there's a rule on uh, that they talk about on Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is when you're making your shitty movie, the worst thing that you can do is remind me of a better movie yes. by paying homage to it. Yes. This is a double, a double hit of that. Yeah. It's reminding me of a great song and then layering a good song on top of it all to the service of your shitty song. Also, even his acknowledgement... That you know we're singing "Sweet Home Alabama," "Sweet Home Alabama" all, all summer long, but it was summertime in Northern Michigan. Yes. Like you're not even there. You're not in Alabama, dude. I know. So, listen, summertime in Northern Michigan is like very beautiful, but I also don't think it's this kind of like crunchy Southern fried summer that he is yeah. trying to evoke. I will say that this uh, this uh, music video is a great homage to Lake Culture. Lake culture is great. Yes. But like, he's definitely not sucking it down a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze. You know? No, he is not. Uh, I rate this song uh, uh, zero out of five uh, chili dogs outside the Tasty Freeze. He basically, he's saying he... 
he's he's having sex, he's smoking weed, and he's catching fish. Getting sunburns and listening to rock and roll music. I don't know. Also, I'm sorry, talking about smoking funny things is so fucking lame, yeah. Kid Rock. Uh, that I, just makes me think of that picture of him where he's like flipping off, you know, society. Uh, lady in a Confederate flag bikini in this uh in this video, you are Wonderful. canceled. Canceled. A lot of these, what we have in common so far is kind of like weak, weak saw genres in yeah. uh, cancelable offenses. Yes, exactly. Um, what else we got? Someone said the Cars for Kids commercial. I'm not going to ruin everyone who's listening to this podcast life by playing yeah. that. Um, uh, also, not a pop song, but a commercial jingle. How about uh, Lips of an Angel by Hinder? How do you, uh, how do you feel about that I song? I don't know if I know this, this Oh, song. I do. I do. Can you hum, hum me a few bars? Uh, it's like, starting from the lips of an angel, turning all cells in It's like a power ballad about like a, a, a girl. <laughs> I mean, this is another genre that we could delve deep into for possible entries into the worst song of all time. Oh, this is a cheating ballad. This is he's. Uh, my yeah. This is the my girls in the next room. Sometimes I wish she was you. He's not dating that angel whose lips he's uh I listening mean, to. Already a uh, already possibly in the pa- in a, pa- a easy placement in a pantheon for just a terrible name. What lips of lips an angel. of an angel? Yeah, yes. that's not great. Uh, it's an infidelity jam, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> All of this, this whole genre of like, this whole genre of, of just like post grunge, uh, emotional music from like the late uh, 1990s, early 2000s is a rich vein to uh, mine for all this. Oh, oh, just the forced emotion of it. Girl, you make it hard to be faithful with the lips of an angel. I'm, I want to tell that girl to yeah, run. You ever think about just an angel sucking you off? <laughs> That's what I was thinking about when I wrote this song. <laughs> oh, no. I just want to share that Hinder's uh, guitarist is called Joe Blower Garvey. <laughs> is that in, in, in quotation mark? Not enough people have uh, the, the classic blank in quotation marks in the middle. Yeah. Blank name. That, um, what, what would yours be? Uh, knobs. <laughs> knobs, Wade. You know what mine would probably be? Hmm. Molly Feelings O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't love to hear it, but I would also say that uh, just by virtue of resembling so many other songs uh, of this era that I don't know if I could uh, call it the worst. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a non-monogamous, uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. It's fine. It does remind me of a terrible era in which everything on on the radio sounded like this. Ooh, okay. We've got another one, a, a contentious one, one that I think blows up the TL every year around the holiday times. How do you feel about uh, Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time, or is it Wings? Wonderful Christmas Time. Uh, it, that is a, a Paul McCartney com- a composition. It's hard for me to to single out a single Christmas song as being the worst song ever, uh, because most Christmas music is so bad. Yes. 
Um, I personally love this song, but I understand how it would make people feel um, bad. I mean, the instrumentation on it is definitely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it does sound. It does sound like it was composed not just on, like a uh, Macintosh, like Apple IIe from 1987, but by a Macintosh Apple IIe. I dig it, man. Unless you know, It definitely has that it's a small world after all yes. kind of circuity to it. Yeah, but circuitousness, again, uh, excuse me. Yeah, but again, like so many Christmas songs are so bad and cheesy. And talk about while I wouldn't necessarily say that, you know, they're the worst compositions of all time by virtue of you having to listen to them so much. Yeah. Again on that graph, they go way up on the Y axis of, of, of bad. Certainly, certainly. Um but mostly I just think of uh, Christmas music as like the five good Christmas songs and then just a dustbin of, of other crap that you kind of have to put up with. So I just I appreciate the experimentation on Paul's part and his whoever his collaborators were like. I think at that point they were probably reaching somewhat of a run. They're like, why don't we just go go low key? You know what? This song is low key nutty with this. <laughs> if you took out the. Um if you took out the, the, the Sleigh Bells track over it, it would sound like a really bizarre, like a soft sell song or something. Yeah. Like a like a bizarre minimalist 80s pop song. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the synth tones are crazy. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just weird. It's so biz- it's It's very bizarre. This song makes me think, what would it be like to do hallucinogens and then go like look at a storefront window during yes, the holidays? And exactly. honestly, thumbs up. <laughs> Into it. No, this is what also what I imagine all pop music would sound like if like the Soviets had created the dominant <laughs> pop cultural of the uh, 20th century rather than Americans. Yes. All right. So it's Thank weird. You, it's, Paul. Just, it's more it's weird, weird and fascinating than bad. Somewhat a popular suggestion on this thread is uh, Hey Soul Sister by Train. <sighs> this might actually, this is up there for me. I actually think this yeah. might be definitely cracked top five of worst what of all time. What do you hate about this song? I hate that he says, I'm so gangster. I'm so thug. I hate that he says that his like heart is beating out of his untrimmed chest. Oh. Um, I hate the fucking ukulele, and I like ukulele. I hate I hate that he says, hey, soul sister? This, Who is he talking again, to? Again, it seems like really a um, dominant theme of this is white people thinking it's funny to do... To, do, uh, uh, to use black, AAV. Yeah, yeah black yeah. sign. Yes. I mean, this is, in a way, the uh, apotheosis of the... Uh, of the YouTube ukulele cover, right? This yeah. is that gone mainstream. Yeah. This is this is totally train being like, oh, drops of Jupiter. You guys like that? Like, that was kind of weird. Like, we can get weirder. Uh, I used to have a running joke uh, with some with some friends of mine that was like. The way that I would best define train is that when your mom asks you, 
hey, who does that song on the radio? (laughs) 90% of the time you can answer train and you'll probably be correct. Yeah. I mean, even the first line of the song, your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my left side brains. Ew. Go to jail, train. (laughs) Go directly to jail. Oh, God. Who? Yucky. Let them them, commit that to, to tape. Christ. This uh, is, I mean, if, if we're talking about popularity versus shittiness, this was incredibly popular. popular. For years. For license. Yes. Hello License was in a shitload of commercials. Oh, yeah. Movies. Yeah, I, this, and this is definitely something that, uh, you know, I talk about like car commercial music as like if you were if you were a chill wave band and you had ascended or like the way that you got your bag was, was selling a song to a car commercial. This is like bounty paper towels commercial music. Yes. Yes. I would also say that this uh, benefits into the worst song ever, Pantheon, by every single part of it being so uh, independently bad. Yes. Like, it's like a worse than the sum of its parts. Yeah. The, le- the lyrics are bad. The music is bad. The, the each existence individual, of Train is bad. Each individual, in- not just the music is bad, the composition, but just each individual track is grating. Yeah. Or how about this? This is, my, this is pretty niche for you and I as music producers. This is a... This is a key to a door that uh, that it leads to a, a hallway or a warehouse full of the most obnoxious production music tracks you've ever heard. Oh, and you've yeah. had to listen to 10,000 production music yes. tracks that sound exactly like this. Cut, cut the... Um Cut all the lyrics, and the instrumentation would, would work perfect for like, like a table, uh, hands and pans, country sausage and biscuits recipe. Oh yeah, or like um like a down home Austin, Texas, like Frito pie, any kind restaurant, any kind video. of a uh, uh, Instagram video about uh, that includes the phrase life hack. <laughs> yes, yes, ten ten ways to use your shoes. That are differently. That that would surprise you. (laughs) Number seven drove me insane. (laughs) Uh, No. uh, (laughs) Number seven killed my mom. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this that has that's taken that's up to the the top of the charts, the bottom of the charts with a bullet. Yeah. War song. That might be Um, war war crime. um, Absolutely. Just send send these bitches to the Hague again. Um, Yeah. Hold on one sec. Uh, oh, I bet the Glee cast cover of that is even more obnoxious. Oh, gee, there is one? Yeah. Um, your lipstick stains no. on the front lobe of oh. my left side brains. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Even, uh, it even gets if worse you, with every word. It, even if you changed it, I'm just going to workshop this a little bit, like your lipstick stained the front lobe of the left side of my brain. Like that's like a, li- that still sucks yeah. deeply, but brains... Brains? My left side brains? The front lobe of my left side brains? Uh, look, my, my left side brains are, are, are thinking about the heavy side layer. <laughs> when, yeah, when, when Train sings Hey Soul Sister, I don't want to know who, like, who is that? No. I don't you certainly know. don't want to be the object of that. Yeah. Um, I, am, I am nobody's soul sister. Uh, should, should we hop back into the yeah. into the thread? Here, here's maybe another contentious one. Uh, there's a vote for Jet. Are you going to be my girl? You see, Jet gets a lot of shit, but I think they're they're just fine, normal, whatever music. Uh, perhaps a cringe opinion, but I think this song goes. <clears throat> uh, past guest of the show, Nathan. Once described Jet as a band that sounds like they hate music. 
uh, I would maybe downgrade that slightly to say that this is this is indis- indistinguishable for if you were trying to make a band that was a parody rock band. Yes. Yes. They are the, um, what's that, you know, that mockumentary? Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. They're, they're kind of like a garage rock spinal tap, yeah, you, but not. You, you put like one or two like overt jokes in this song and you, you've got it. Yeah. I mean, when I hear this song in my head, I see the iPod commercial that it soundtracks. Yeah. Again, um, uh, the badness of this song being greatly aided by its popularity at the time. Quite popular. But I just, I just, I don't know. I can get down to this song. It's it's a it's a big nothing, but like compared to some of the other songs that we've listened to, it's compared, fine. If you had to be in a hell that was this song forever or Magic's Rude, I, I would pick this. this. This song for like yeah. no hands down, yeah. no question. Um, I don't I don't think I shared this on the Meet Me in the Bathroom episode, but there was an anecdote from the guy who started the Lower East Side Bar, the Dark Room, um, which was just as everyone recounted, just heap heaps of cocaine Debauchery, everywhere. Yeah. Just a, a sea of white. Uh, the guy, the guy who started the dark room, said that he once got a call from Jet's manager saying, um, y- "Do you know where our lead singer is?" And the guy was like, "No." He's like, "He's supposed to be on. He's he has a show in DC in ten minutes." <laughs> I look downstairs, and he's uh, sitting there with a, a beer, like, "Hey, what's up?" So uh, messy kings. It's it's pretty paint by numbers, but I mean, in, in terms of some of the like absolute crimes of songs that we've heard before, I think this song got a worse rep at its time than uh than it deserves yes including that infamous uh or maybe this was for uh who got the the pitchfork review that was just the monkey pissing in its mouth oh i can't remember was that their second album yes jet shine on review yeah that was their that was their second album i think yes um amazing so this is this is low on the plays list because i don't think I don't think this is popular, but I'm just disturbed by this band name and song title. Mm-hmm. Stoned in Paradise by Milky Chance. Ugh. I think this is going to be a journey of discovery for both of us. Stoned in Paradise. Stoned in Paradise? Stoned in Paradise. Does this, has this song been wiped from, from the world? Well, no. No, this is a real song. It's got 525 million views. 525 million? Wow. Oh, I know the song. I know the song. This is that song. I want you by my side <laughs> so that I never feel alone again. They've always been so kind. Talk about starting a podcast by saying, I'm so tired. Yes, this is a very tired song. Yeah. This guy looks tired, too, uh, in this video. Um, Yeah, I've heard this song, and I didn't know who it was. And it's Milky Chance. I get it now. Yeah, I don't know. This is, like, the worst exemplar of, like, bad latter half of the 19... Or of the, the... 2010s coffee shop music like I don't know yeah no it's just kind of like it's there it's definitely you know it's definitely uh, a song yes. they're German sure they're German okay um 
Yeah, it's it's it's, it's boring. Yeah, it's background music. I, would, it, I wouldn't call it actively offensive. Once again, if you put me in jail for a thousand years for kicking your cat like the football, yeah. I would. I wouldn't mind this so much. It's just kind of intentionally dull. So, but it's definitely part of the sad, sad dance-ish songs. Like yeah. barely dance, barely. Yeah, I, I got, I got nothing on this. There's no reason this should have been popular in the first place. Yes. Another suggestion that a couple people uh, threw on the thread is "Best Day of My Life." by American authors. Um, this is in the, definitely in the same vein, I believe, as the train song of just like relentlessly, psychotically upbeat, um, whoa, 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 whoa songs. Do you know this song? Yeah, I do. Yeah, this is it. No. See, I just can't imagine being in a room with all your boys and presenting this idea to them and being like, and them being like, yeah, cool. Yeah, love it. Love it, man. It, it takes like a psychotic person and a psychotic group of friends to like write this song. Yeah, a lot of people let this happen. Yeah. Again, it sounds like production music. The, ba- the banjo. Yeah. It just, it sounds like it sounds like prescription medication yes. commercial music. Yes. It's for the antidepressant you take when the antidepressant that you take to help your antidepressant works Whereas, uh, doesn't work. Yeah, work. Yeah. Oh, that little guitar. Yeah. Uh, I have a personal suggestion you know this for uh, a, a worse song. Although I, I, maybe it's more just very bad. L- the Lumineers' uh, "Hey Ho" song. I do not like that song. Uh, the banjo is a terrible addition to this. It's awful. Uh, this one. Yes. A lot was going bad with like pop Americana in the last like five to seven years. There was a lot that was allowed that shouldn't have been allowed. Yes. This whole thread of of, of fake Bo- Americana. Bon Iver's children. Yeah. Like Bon Iver came and honestly, I think Bon Iver came and he did something. Mm-hmm. And then I think a lot of people were just like, okay, plaid shirt, uh, tambourine, big chorus. A big chorus. Are we good? Yes. Oh, this guy's vocal tone is bad. I would disagree. I don't think you can write a song. <laughs> you, prove it. Oh, God, I, th- I think bad. the lyrics are incredibly stupid. And I, I like to give a lot of leeway with lyrics, but mm-hmm. the second verse, when he says, like, I took a bus to Chinatown, I'd be standing on Canal and Bowery. I'm like, yeah, congratulations. Yes. That's, that's not... <laughs> that's, just, that's just two streets. What uh, the fuck? You know who I think is a, also a terrible influence on a whole different genre of these types of uh, songs? Yeah. Uh, I think you'll agree. Oh, yeah. I can't totally besmirch this song because Janelle Monae, my, my queen, is on this. 
but you can also barely hear her, so I'll give her yes. a pass. Uh, um, but no, you. It, yeah, woof. You, like this is is definitely in that DNA. If you slow this down a hair and throw a banjo over it, that's all those other songs as well. Yes. Indie. I mean, indie pop rock right now. I yeah, feel like is basically a, not bad, really happening. Yes. And in the early teens, it was shit like this. Yes. Is it? It's cheap. Uh, it's it's cheap. It is very cheap. And it's very uh uh, like intentionally formulaic. Uh. Anyway, fuck off, Jan- Jack Antonoff. Fuck off, Jack, Jack Antonoff, and then you will I'll not never turn the world on fire. I was I was probably one of the like I don't know. Maybe like a hundred thousand, seventy-five thousand people in the country that was upset when the format broke up because <laughs> that was Nate Ruess's uh, first band, and I thought the format was just great. Uh, and then when I saw that he had started a much like poppier, shittier band called Fun Dot, I was like, Fun Dot, yo, you abandoned the fam, you left us all behind. <laughs> format fam. Uh, anyway, all those last songs are like kind of in the same genre of 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 aughts trash. And yes. believe me, there's been a lot of trash. And it has, I think, a lot of this stuff has come from people like kind of intellectually perfecting certain like levels of of, of pop formula. Yes. Again, com- commercial music. Yes. And there's a reason that a lot of those things that we that my, the first, my first response to those things is uh, like, oh, this sounds like stock music that I would p- pull for videos. Yeah. Because it's intentionally not not uh, distinguishable from that genre of music. Yes. They're made to be the exact same thing. Yeah. So do we have any other good suggestions in here? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll, I'll have to spell this out for you. There, there was a song. I don't think we talked about this on the pod that someone wrote a really great piece about all the lost music uh, that was purchased for your iPod between oh, yeah, yeah, 2004 yeah. And, and 2000. Yes. Like, what 12 yes 11 um and here's a great example of the lost era is a uh, bubbly by colby calais <laughs> <laughs> just look up bubbly on on, <laughs> on spotify and i think it'll hopefully come up oh here, here we go here we go here, i think you're gonna hate this and i'm excited Turn, turn me up in my headphones. Ooh, this is bad. You got me feeling like a child now. Cause every time I see a bubbly face, I get the tingles in a silly place. Oh, this song. Oh, you know the song? Yes. She gets the the tingles in a silly place. I don't. I I do not like or want the tingles. In is a that silly a? Place. Is she describing a? G-spot orgasm? I think, no, because she says it starts in her toes and goes to her... It's on the way. Yeah, this song song just straight up blows. Yeah. Uh, Starbucks music. This is extremely Starbucks music. It's a fun, and it's it's also terrible because that that chorus that starts with my toes, that, like, will stick with you forever. Um... (laughs) All, yeah, all that that kind of stuff is is terrible. Um, I'm glad that we got at least a little bit out of that uh, that kind of singer songwriteress. Yeah, I feel like that was the like 
you know, just girl with like her backpack and like Mm -hmm. a dress with like patches sewn on it and like a quirky hat who was just like trying to make like she just moved to New York and like she's so excited uh, and she just wants to like play for you. And now I feel like the girl singer songwriter is like uh, looks like she just woke up in a, a gutter is like hella bisexual, uh, so sad, like so upset. Has some kind of prescription pill addiction. Um, and it's just like, uh, I, I, lo- I love that shit. You yes. love to see it. No, it used to, you used to have to be like a happy, positive girl singer songwriter mm-hmm. in the in that particular time. And now um, that's like deeply uncool. Yes. Who's happy right now? What? No one. What? No one. <laughs> some bad opinions and wrong opinions, such as uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers give it away. Yes. Um, they're wrong. Limp Bizkit rolling. Obviously, they're wrong. That uh, song really yes. goes. Um, do we want another in the same crunchy? Do we want to keep reliving this uh, uh, like 08 uh, crunchy moment because Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros? I do have one. Got a uh, vote. Uh, I do have uh, one thing to say about this song. What? Uh, which is, it is bad. I mean, a lot in this in this genre. Uh, I will say that I do have a kind of fond place in my heart because uh, when I used to do research videos uh, at Mike, um, whenever I had to look up the states, yes. the states in which the worst of any given thing were happening, yes. number one and two were always Alabama and Arkansas. And so I, uh, you know, whenever I hear this song, I'm like, Alabama, Arkansas, the bad states. <laughs> like the worst of any social problem, the worst in the nation the worst of any social institution anytime I had to look up like what are the worst states for this thing it was always number one Alabama number two Arkansas you do love your mom pa yeah just like the faux Americana Americana folksiness just like all the whole put on of this thing so here here's where I call bullshit on this song uh, and the bullshit I call is that Edward Sharp He's not real. That's not his name, but yes. that's fine. Um, hold on. I got to look up what his name actually is in order to uh, fully deliver on this particular anecdote. Edward this, Sharp. This fucking so, okay. Section. So the lead singer of Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, the eponymous Edward, his name is Alex Ebert. Okay. Um, this is not Alex's first band. Yes. Uh, Alex had an earlier band uh, called I'm a Robot. Uh, yeah, I remember them. Pull, will you pull up I'm a Robot yeah. Dynamite? Have I done this on this show before? I, I feel like I I'm forgetting I don't know. like my little bits. Here's a story for the kids. I mean, listen, the first the first lyrics are about ejaculation, but This is like, it's new wave, it's uh, upbeat, it goes. Yeah. This is very like 2003, like the That's dance exactly funky. when yeah. it came out. No, this is like, I, I like this. This is good. Right? Yeah. This was on a compilation, you know, I got most of my music uh, in the early aughts from Urban Outfitters compilations yeah. that you would get from spending $50 at the store. And so when I heard that this is the same guy who is Edward Sharp and his Magnetic Zeros, I'm like, you are full of shit. <laughs> How come Lana Del Rey got so much shit for being a folky Lizzie Grant and yeah, then yeah. changing? And he doesn't get shit for all of a sudden becoming Mr. Like 
desert helmet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said desert helmet. Yeah, desert no, hat. Desert, desert ha- hat, yeah. Mr. Mister uh, Clark's Wallabies. Mr. Joshua Tree. Yeah. Fuck you. This song this, this, this is this way, better. way better. Yeah. Uh, way to sell out, uh, Alex Ebert. Uh, I guess he went to rehab in between I'm a Robot and Edward Charm. <laughs> okay, well... Listen, I, I would rather I would rather have uh, him feeling healthy healthy and, um, and sober than uh, not. But um, I think that Edward Sharp and the Meg Zeros are cool shit. Uh, let's do one more, and then I'm going to tell you my pick for the worst Your song. Your pick for the worst song. People are saying Cotton Eye Joe. That's wrong. That yeah. song no, is that's awesome. A, that's, that's great. A couple people saying Butterfly by Crazy Town. Also that's wrong. That's actually a good song. Um, See, again... I I'll, mean, how do you feel about the song Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground? I like that song. Me too. I think that that's wrong. A lot of, again, a lot of people are confusing just popular songs with bad songs. With bad songs. I um, mean, some of those songs might be slightly bad, but are just like extremely popular. Yeah. Getting a lot of uh, Imagine Dragons radioactive... That song is very bad. The Imagine Dragons are are not good. Uh, Daughters by John Mayer. I mean, it's not that, great. It's that's bad mostly by virtue of being a song about daughters. Yeah, which is not good. Yeah, don't don't be a father of daughters in your song. Yes. All right, what's this? This is radioactive by Imagine. Oh, Dragons. this is radioactive. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how much, uh, how much all these songs or the songs that people suggest basically fit into two genres. Yes. And that is like, all right, three genres. Well, I guess we kind of went off on a tangent about, uh, white people pretending to be black people. Yes. Uh, that kind of early, uh, or early two thousands, like, uh, post grunge, Either a jam band like OAR or that Hinder song. That um guy, the guy who has to play guitar at the party. Song. Yeah, guy who has to play guitar at the party song, and then just all these songs from like the last five six years that are like definitely in this same genre, and either some are more Americana or some are not, but just like basically uh uh oh song like yeah like generic OAOs uh, car commercial songs yes. Which car do you think this would be good for? Maybe like an Acura? Yeah. Something cheap that's trying to pretend to be sporty. And like intense, like yeah, driving on the lip are. of a canyon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't, here's the thing. I Living in New York, I really don't know what a car is anymore. Yes. <laughs> uh, like Hyundai's most expensive model. Yes. Sporty, compact, nothing too crazy. But, you know, kicking up a bunch of dust in the, in the desert. This is actually a good transition to what I think is the worst song of all time. So thinking about that radioactive song, or song and like kind of its, its elements, here is my pick for uh, the worst song of all time. Bring uh, it. <laughs> and I think it hits both the uh, elements of being objectively bad and also inescapably popular. Yes. The vocal performance is like in this really obnoxious pitch. Yeah. The saw the the piano is so corny. 
Uh, I find the chord progression oppressive. Yes. Uh, honestly, the only good thing that happens in this song is the guitar line, the guitar part that comes in in just a second, or right after this uh, this verse. Yes. Um, Not that part, but the deedly 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 deedly. This part, yes. <laughs> That's the only good part of that song. Everything else here, uh, it's it's faux, uh, it's faux uh, 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 touchingness or epicness. Yes. Uh, uh, aspirational. It, the fact that it's aspirational, yeah, uh, which is an element of a bunch of the other songs that we've uh, been talking about. Yes, this sing along, you're you're going out on a precarious limb when you try for sing along in your chorus. Yeah, because when it's good, it's great. When it's not, it's just you're trying too hard. And I honestly think that this has the DNA of a bunch of of a bunch of the shit that would make all those other songs from like. Yeah. You think that fucking Jack Antonoff's listened to us has listened to this and being like, (laughs) um, yes. I mean, Um, is this also is this a Jersey band? Yeah, yeah. I don't don't know. know. I just associate with Jersey from it being in the Sopranos finale. (laughs) That's true. I used to when I was like younger. I thought this song was genuinely good. And then just through, honestly, like sheer overexposure have gotten completely sick of it. Yes. And the fact that it is often played at the end of weddings, I'm just like, what are you trying to say? Yes. Uh, they were formed in San Francisco. Okay. Sure. Um, um, yeah. Uh, everything down to like the bass tone is bad in this song. I really don't understand why you would want to play this at a wedding. It it sounds like uh like sus. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not shadow searching in the night. Like yes. we're we're going to live together forever. Yes. Hey d- uh hey, uh don't don't stop believing. Just just keep it going. Can we both agree that the sluttiest of all kinds of streets is a boulevard? <laughs> yes. Boulevards are just the the hose of streets. But that's also the best street to strut down, so. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh um it's performative. It's provocative. It even makes something that I usually like, where the guitar solo is just the uh, melody from the uh, mm-hmm. the song. Uh, it makes that bad. Don't stop no, this song. I, this song is uh, terrible. And then wasn't this also Gleeified? Yes, and it came back through Glee. It was by it had its, several lives. Yeah, by by virtue of its acknowledgement of it being like a uh, a. A throwaway, uh, like thin, uh, shallow pop song. People were like, "No, actually, it's one of the best songs of all time." Yeah. No, it isn't. Anyway, do you have a pick for the worst song of all time, Molly? Um, I mean, honestly, I think I think the train train Hey Soul Sister after yeah, that visiting that, I think that straight up gets my vote. Like, if that song, if I if I could pick one song to completely ether, mm-hmm. to remove from consciousness, <sighs> to remove from consciousness, like it never happened. I mean, like, I, I worked at a cupcake store my uh, <laughs> sophomore year of college, and I just remember hearing it a lot, um, and, like, that sucked. <laughs> and so I'd be down to, like, not have that in my memory again. Yeah. So, and then just, like, for all the Soul Sisters everywhere, like, 
I think we can all like learn to respect ourselves a little bit more yes. and not be spoken to this way by whatever. I just, I think of the lead singer of train as just like a man named train, but I know that's not Johnny true. train, Johnny train or just like train, um, train Ferguson or like train. <laughs> his, his name is Patrick Monahan. He's a, he's an Irish, like his Irish heritage. Like what the fuck? I don't understand. Oh, I'm not going to bring it up, but that, uh, speaking of Irish guys, uh, who's that guy with all the bad tattoos? Ed Sheeran. That Ed Sheeran song about the prostitute, uh, that Jessica brought up on our first episode. The A-Team. Yeah. Uh, is not a good song. Okay. Is that, that won't be a journey for you? No. Also, don't, don't name your band journey. Yes. There are a lot of like things that are journeys, but like a band isn't one of them. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of journeys, this has been a journey. And why do we uh, we cut it there? Yeah. This is meant to be just a, a hangout episode. We're just um, hanging. So we're just hanging, talking about bad songs. That's all we're going to do today uh, is just chat terrible music. If you've got uh, additional suggestions for terrible songs, uh, tweet at us. Yeah, tell us your least favorite songs. Uh, and maybe uh, uh, at uh, Kath Barbadora. So... Uh, she gets this from another direction from a different Twitter thread. I don't know. Yes. I would also just like to say that um, Mr. Train, Patrick Monahan, lead singer of Train, he has a son whose name is Rock. <laughs> Rock Train? Rock Richard. Rock Richard Monahan? Rock Richard Monahan. Do you name, think he's named after the genre of music? Yeah, just his favorite thing in the world, which is just rock. Rock music. Name him Pierre. That Name, means rock in French. Really? Yeah. Peter or in. Yeah. It also means rock. Yeah. There are names that there mean are names rock. that evoke it without just being so goddamn obvious. Yeah. It sounds like there's too much lipstick on your brain lobe. <laughs> Clean your brain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, but the test came back positive. You have lipstick on your brain lobe. Damn it. There's nothing we can do. Letting too many ladies kiss my insides <laughs> of my skull. You've but, got you've got two months to live. Oh, God. Uh, is there anything else that we want to do on this episode? Do you want to, I mean, do you want to look at the mailbox? Yeah, I think I would have to, we You'd have saying to this, we'd have to look at it more and actually pull out the, uh, good mail. Uh, yes, I would. Yes. Stephen Donnelly. I would also like to cover Judas priest. We should do that at some point. Uh, thank you. I've, we've already talked about this. The person who preemptively let us told us that we are allowed to, uh, release episodes whenever you want, that they're just such a joy to get. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take you up on that, bro. Okay. Here's a, here's a good, good question. Sure. Uh, is it super lame to make my senior quote, I'd never trade one stupid decision for another five years of life from all my friends? Um, that's a great decision. Do it. Uh, hands down, not a bad idea yeah. at all. Um, Chris, you had some, you had a bunch of senior quotes, right? Yeah, I had a bunch of senior quotes and they're all lame in, in retrospect, but I think that's the point of a senior quote. I think that that is a pretty good sentiment for a senior yearbook, I will tell you if, if this is a true question and you are actually a, a senior in high school, I will give you the perspective of a 31 year old that that is still cool, still and, cool. You should do, and you should do it. My senior quote was enjoy every sandwich, which is a Warren Zevon quote. That's pretty good. Um, but you want to hear something embarrassing? Yeah. So they changed the like they used to uh, in our school yearbooks have all the senior quotes be on like one spread in the middle of the yearbook. And then they changed that for my grade for some reason yeah. where they instead put the quotes underneath each person's picture in the senior section of the yearbook. Right. But so a lot of people didn't realize that. And like a lot of people didn't turn in their quotes on time. So like, I think on my page I was the only one with a quote. <laughs> so it's just like eight people just sitting there smiling and I'm just like, enjoy every sandwich. <laughs> 
that's that's my that's, that seems like it would make it come off as like a threat or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my fucking life in a nutshell is just like trying like just like reading the directions and like following them and like no one else does and it's just you you end up looking like a clown yes uh you will not look like a uh a clown henry i think you should go for it um one second i actually have my senior yearbook quotes on the wall right here i'm gonna go find them bring them out look yeah i went to i went to like a five or ten year reunion either (laughs) either two or seven years ago uh, and they had little placards that had our senior yearbook pages with all our quotes on it. And one of mine is a quote from Parliament's Bop Gun that says, uh, when the syndrome is around, don't let your guard down. All you got to do is call on the funk. Now, that is way more embarrassing than I'd never trade one stupid decision for another five years of life, which I think are good uh, rules to, uh, to a, g- a good sentiment to lean into uh, perpetually. Yes. And all those LCD songs will uh, only become more relevant as you get uh, older and partying becomes both more vital and more tiring. (laughs) Uh, I think in general, a good rule is like, don't like, do you really need to write about funk in your high school quote? Yes. 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 Also that song. Look, that line is stupid, but it does remind me how much that song slaps. Sure. That's, that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Yes. Uh, yeah. So maybe we'll go out on a little Bop Gun, which is absolutely not one of the worst songs. And for as much as I've talked about fucking Parliament on this uh, podcast, I don't think we've ever actually listened to them. And hey, I uh, I saw Parliament the night before I went to, uh, I took the SATs uh, for some reason. And it could only stay for like three songs. And this is one of the ones I got to say, got to hear. Nice. Uh, all right. So with a little Parliament to go out on. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at andintropod or send us an email at andintroducingpod at gmail.com. And hey, as I just proved, we will sometimes read these and respond to them. We will sometimes. Please don't stop believing. (laughs) No, do stop believing. Give up on belief. It will get you nowhere. Uh, Hoping. Put it in. Hoping. uh, No, just have blind faith in us that we are reading your messages. (laughs) And like, uh, like faith and deities you just have to assume that we are there listening and whenever we deign to we will intercede with your uh with responses to your messages hold on to that feeling <laughs> uh our soundcloud is as always at soundcloud.com slash and dash intro dash pod rate and review us on itunes leave your senior quotes there yeah uh give us five stars uh be nice to us we're cool please be nice to us we uh, just try so hard. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in another two weeks with uh, another real episode of this where, Molly, you are currently reading a, oh, a very good book. I'm reading a very good book. It's amazing. You'll, you're going to love it. It's fucking crazy. I almost missed my subway stop because things got absolutely wild reading it yesterday. Um, and it was a listener suggestion. So Excellent. once again, you guys have good suggestions. And this keep is a them two-way coming. street. Just keep, you keep listening. We keep taking your suggestions. Yep. Uh, we love it. We love to hear it. Unlike all the other songs on this uh, episode, which, which make, we don't. As I'm looking back on a uh, positively hellish playlist, messy, a real messy liner. Notes uh, just total, total uh, chaotic evil uh, playlist. But thanks for bearing along with us. Uh, thanks for your ears, and we'll be back in another two weeks with another and introducing. <laughs> <laughs>